The track is called Lifetime. It is the latest single from Butterfly Black. Uh, I am pleased to be joined now in conversation by Grammy winning. Let that ride, Miles. That sounds nice. By Grammy winning bassist Ben Williams and award winning uh, songwriter and Broadway star uh, Cindy Winters. Together, as I said, they formed the dynamic duo uh, Butterfly Black. Uh, and uh, you can probably hear they're drawing inspiration from legendary black duos like Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. Uh, they're putting out some some good stuff, uh, and I'm honored to have them on. We've been playing the best of Barry White all three hours of today's program, as we do during the month of June. Pick a different artist every day, iconic artist, and play the best of their music. But that is not Barry White. That is Butterfly Black. It's called Lifetime, their latest single. Ben Williams, good to have you on. How are you, sir? Hey, how you doing, Brother Tavis? I'm doing the best I can, man. Uh, Cindy Winters, good to have you on. How are you today? Hello, Tavis. Thanks for having us. It's my great delight uh, to have you on. That that single is uh, is is popping. I, I it, it sounds good. I I, I enjoyed uh, the opportunity to to, to play it. Uh, ben, you first. Tell me about that about that track, Lifetime. Well, um, you know, um, I mean, I have to start by saying, you know, I've been such a fan of your you and your show, and uh, the, you know, the platform that you created for um, you know just just black excellence in general. Um, Thank you. And I've, I know, you know, by the the guests you had on your show, I know you're a real music, <laughs> I a am. real music fan, that a music I lover. Am. That I am, yeah. And um, so you can probably hear those, you know, you can hear the influence of, mm. um, you know, Motown, um, that old like Marvin Gaye, um, you know, Diane Ross and the Supremes. You know, we're we're sort of um, giving a nod to that, but you know, do, doing it in our own way, mm-hmm. and um, you know, like the the iconic duets of that period you know like with marvin Gaye and tammy terrell and also marvin and you know diana ross uh so we're definitely you know tapping into that that energy but um you know doing it our way you yeah. know you know i, I just imagine if, if marvin and tammy did a duet in 2023 this is what it would sound like yeah uh before i bring cindy and let me ask you right quick ben what since you went there first i want to follow you what do you make of whatever happened to duets um as, as i was preparing and you know, for this conversation and 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 reading my research and listening to your music of course um which is joyful to hear uh it, it occurred to me that we don't have duets uh in the way that we used to what, what do you think ever happened to duets yeah um I, I agree, and you know that's part of the sort of the impetus for us getting a, getting together as a duet. Um, you know, we we both felt like that was sort of a lost art. You know, we were thinking to ourselves, you know, who are like the true, you know, what are some of the true like male female duet groups? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you hear a lot of like solo artists and they have a guest, mm-hmm. but I think that's a different energy than having um, an actual uh, history and a um, the, the the purpose of it is for for both to be the lead yeah. um so you know i don't know um, you know maybe i think there's just been a general shift toward the solo artist um it's either like the solo or group and i think there's just that that sort of space in the middle that is a like a true male female duet yeah um cindy your, your thoughts on that um clearly you all are, are are bringing it back as it were and sounding awfully good in the process um, but um, to, to your mind, what's been missing uh, in uh, on, on our on on the soundtrack of our lives, if I can put it that way, by not hearing duets in the way that you and Ben are doing it? 
Oh, thank you so much. Uh, and and I would like to say, Tavis, we have been, I have been a huge fan of you for many years and watching you late night on BET and following <laughs> you all the way through. So thank, thank I mean, you. This is a true honor to be no, talking you. with you today. Thank you so much. Uh, truly, I think that what we started Butterfly Black on was the reconnection of people mm-hmm. and reconnecting the word and infusing the word love mm. in the music, in the lyric. Uh, I am the, the top line lyricist in Butterfly Black and then does all of the music production and composition. And I do all the vocal arrangements. And we talked a lot about when we, when we were creating this music, what is, what is the message that we want people to, to hear and what do we want to hear? And we want to hear music that connects us, that talks about our issues. You know, we're millennials, so talking about self-love, reconnection, trust, safety, and doing the work for yourself. That's what Lifetime was about. Mm-hmm. But our entire EP that's coming out in August talks about for everything from love to that space or that unexplained energy to getting down and doing the work mm-hmm. when it comes down to it. And we want to really, the idea is that we want to connect our people again and, and have us feel love in a real way. Mm-hmm. As, as the top line vocalist uh, in this, uh, in this uh, dynamic duo, Butterfly Black, uh, Cindy, talk to me about, about lyrics. Um, I, I get the sense uh, that uh, when I listen to you and, and Ben's stuff, I get the sense that that lyrics matter uh, to you all. And let me just also give you a shout out for 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 for, for taking off of uh, life support or actually more more exacting, uh, bringing back from the grave melody. <laughs> I just <laughs> I, I, I just, just want to thank you for just doing that single singularly single handedly bringing back melody in your stuff. But beyond melody, which I which I which I love, obviously, talk to me about 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 lyricism, uh, 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 Cindy. Absolutely. I grew up listening to Michael Jackson and I grew up listening to Mariah Carey is a great songwriter and listening to how she used, you know, multisyllabic words in songs and uh, adjusting with rhythm and and also connecting it with uh, a message was really important to me. And I, list, I grew up also listening to reggae music, mm-hmm. and I was around the Marley Brothers for my uh, formative years in high school, and I would spend a lot of time with them, and their music is about the message. Mm-hmm. So I was actually um, introduced to jazz through Stephen Marley, who said that my voice reminded him of Sarah Vaughan. And so when I started learning more about mm. jazz American music, I thought, wow, this is really, it is all about the melody it is all about the voice it is all about well the, the singers or anyway <laughs> and the message and so I never wanted to lose that in all my years of songwriting and also spending a lot of time on Broadway it's really about connecting the stories to melody and it catching you yeah and that, I wanted to be able to do that in short form yeah that's high cotton when a Marley when anybody but when a Marley says you remind him of Sarah Vaughan that's <laughs> That's a big deal, Cindy. That's a big deal, Sarah Vaughn. Not many did it better than Sarah Vaughn, Cindy. 
Thank you. Thank you. Uh, um, the group is called Butterfly Black. Their latest single is called Lifetime. They have a performance coming up on August 25th. I'll tell you about that and a great deal more. We continue our conversation with Ben Williams and Cindy Winters of Butterfly Black on KBLA Talk 1580. Conversations that matter. You're listening to Tavis Smiley on KBLA Talk 1580. Ben Williams is a Grammy-winning bassist and uh, award-winning singer-songwriter and Broadway star Cindy Williams is his partner. Together, the duo make up Butterfly Black. She made her Broadway debut in Disney's The Lion King. Uh, what, 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 what did I say? I said Williams. I mean, excuse me, Winters. I, I, I'm tripping. Um, forgive me, Cindy. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm in the last 10 minutes of a three-hour show, so forgive me, Cindy. Winters. Um, the two of them make up uh, the duo Butterfly Black. I'm honored to have them on in this hour. They're going to be in L.A., and I've already shook it on my calendar, so I will be there. Uh, as we say, Lord willing, I'll be there. Uh, they're at the Hotel Cafe on August the 25th. Uh, and so if you're in the Southern California area uh, and lucky enough uh, to be around on that date, uh, join me <laughs> uh, as, as we all make a trek uh, to see Ben and Cindy uh, do their thing as Butterfly Black here in Southern California. I can't wait. I've never seen them together in person, so I'm excited uh, about the 25th of August, which is, again, on my calendar right now. Um, I, I want to get I'm, I'm watching my timer. We've got uh, a few minutes up between now and the top of the hour. Um, ben, I want to come to you about. Um, you're being in this business, you know, again, um, for a minute, uh, and, 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 and being a Grammy winner, um, tell me, tell me about, uh, you guys mentioned earlier, you're millennials and you are, um, tell me about your approach to music, um, the kind of music that you do. What's, what's your approach to it? Well, um, yeah, so this is, um, you know, sort of a, a, a new chapter in my, in my musical life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've been playing, I started playing the upright bass when I was, uh, I grew up in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started playing the, the upright acoustic bass actually uh, around the age of 11. And um, at, el- at, 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 at 11, at 11, the instrument's bigger than you are, Ben. Oh, oh yeah. It was, it, <laughs> yeah, you can ask my mother. She had to, she had to carry it for me for the first couple of years. Um, but um, yeah, so I was introduced to jazz actually um, around that age. And, um, you know, I pretty, you know, I grew up, um, you know, listening to a lot of music, you know, a lot of R&B, uh, soul, you know, of course, hip hop was, was, um, huge, you know, by the time I, I came around mm-hmm. and, um, you know, so I was, you know, in my, in my practice as a musician, um, learning and internalizing, uh, jazz music and, um, you know, so learning about Miles Davis and, you know, playing bebop and Charlie Parker and John Coltrane and all that stuff. And, um, you know, that was, you know, for the most part, my passion in, in, in terms of, uh, performing in music, uh, throughout high school. Um, I went to college at Michigan state and, uh, went on to Juilliard after that, mm-hmm. uh, moved to New York in 2007. Um, you know, so I've had a lot of formal instruction and, uh, you know, just a lot of experience playing with some of the jazz greats, like, um, you know, people like Wynn Marcellus and um, mm-hmm. I toured with Pat Metheny for a number of years, uh, David Sanborn, um, Kamasi Washington, mm-hmm. and Robert Glasper, people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and performing um, mostly as just a, as a bassist and, uh, you know, with several projects of my own along the way. Yeah. And um, so the actual, uh, what we're doing now is uh, is fairly new in my um, in my path, you know, I just actually started singing a few years ago. And, um, you know, when me and Cindy connected, um, 
you know, this is sort of a uh, a new a new chapter, as I said in my life. You know, I'm sort of transferring to the role of being a producer and um, and then also a singer and uh, co-songwriter with Cindy. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm, I'm laughing, Ben, because uh, uh, you know, uh, you may know these stories, and if you don't, you will know them in in two seconds. Uh, there are a number of artists <laughs> who were like you, who played instruments first, and were in their case, you know, not invited to sing or in some other cases told not to sing. Uh, the story of uh, Jeffrey Osborne is one of being a drummer. He's at the back of the band uh, for LTD before he gets a chance uh, to sing. And who knew he'd become the lead singer for LTD and the hits kept coming, right? Uh, George Benson was playing his guitar and they told George Benson, don't sing, George, just play your guitar. I'm so glad that George... Uh, 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 pushed back on that and started singing. Uh, and so I'm, I'm just curious, right quick, to tell me a bit more before I get back to Cindy here. Tell me a bit more about what it's like to be a player first and then define yourself at some point starting to do vocals. Um, well, you know, I, I still feel, I, you know, I, I think it's a sort of a, u- a unique place to approach um, singing from, you know, being an instrumentalist for so many years. Um you know, my, my thing is always music first. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I think as even, you know, even when I'm singing and, um, you know, we're um, writing these songs, I'm always, uh, you know, approaching the voice as almost an instrument, you know, so I take my skills as, um, as a performer, um, you know, on musical instruments. And, you know, I sort of think about the, you know, almost treat the voice like an instrument, you know, yeah. in terms of rhythm and melody and all that. Um, so I think it's cool. You know, I, um, I feel like it's uh, a unique approach that um, that I sort of arrive at from being instrumentalist for so many years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cindy Winters, I, I want to come to you now and, and talk about uh, for a few moments here about your your your, your Broadway stuff. Um, because, uh, again, you're you're now doing this Butterfly Black piece. But you've also had a chance to be on Broadway. Let me just ask you point blank. What's it like? Uh, starring in something as massive, uh, talk, talk about hugely successful, something as massive as The Lion King on Broadway. Oh, it's a, it's a fabulous dream come true to be <laughs> a part of that, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Uh, in a short story, I was obsessed with The Lion King. I, I remember spending my allowance money on this Lion King sing-along tape from the film mm. and making my family sit down and watch me belt out all the songs. <laughs> and when I learned it was a musical, there was a Caribbean actress named Heather Headley mm-hmm. who was playing Nala. Sure. And I said, my, my parents are from, the, are from Jamaica. And I said, if she can do it, I, I want to play Nala. I want to do that. Broadway seemed like that's a possibility for me. And her voice sounded like the voices that I loved and admired on the radio, the Whitney Houstons, the, the Mariahs, mm-hmm. you know, those strong um, black voices, you know, so... Uh, also, I always, I say that I've always been a songwriter and Broadway came along and they brought me on. I was really lucky to work on shows like The Lion King, Pippin, Motown, The Musical, and Hamilton Mm -hmm. because of my skill set as a songwriter and a rapper. Mm -hmm. So I'm really lucky to have found a place where I could use all of those skills and that will sharpen my tool as a songwriter. And eventually when I, I said, eventually when I become a full time artist, that the music and my skill set will, will also have grown by, by then. 
And Ben and I uh, met during my time at Hamilton through a mutual friend. And I came to one of his shows and he was incredible. And I was really trying to see if we could collaborate, but uh, he was busy. You know, (laughs) he mentioned all the artists that he was performing with. This is in real time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The man is hard to, to, to pin down. But the pandemic brought us uh, an opportunity to come together to um, start working on a simple, you know, writing session that turned into multiple songs. And eventually we I was listening to his voice on some of the tracks that he was creating for an independent Cindy Winters project. And I was like, you sound good, my man. (laughs) You know, and uh I like the blend of our voices. We were doing these concerts, these virtual concerts together, right. and the feedback that we were getting from the audience, where they were like, we're, how long have you guys been a group? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we just went ahead and made it official, and the feedback has been so incredible. We didn't realize creating this project that this was something that other people resonated it resonated with other people as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've been at this for a while, uh, and uh, in my career i've seen and interviewed any number of persons who are doing duets and oftentimes uh, their voices don't blend so well together um uh, to your point though cindy your voices blend beautifully together and i think that's part of what makes butterfly black so um so delicious to the ear let me ask you right quick i'm just watching my time about almost out of time here let me ask you right quick to say a word about hamilton um lion king was huge um hamilton is iconic lynn miranda lynn Manuel miranda t- say, say a quick word about about hamilton and your being connected to that project yes i i performed in hamilton on broadway i played all three of the skylar sisters so i was the te- principal standby mm-hmm. uh in the show on broadway and i had a blast the way my brain works is that i i do enjoy doing one role but to get to play all three throughout the course of my time there was incredible. Uh, That to me was better than playing eight shows a week, one role. Yeah. It was um, again, iconic, uh, iconic stuff. And um, so honored that you were uh, a part of it. Uh, The duo is called butterfly black. Their latest single. I I see people sending me messages now trying to uh, get the name of the track again. It's called lifetime. Uh, Lifetime is the. Oh, and Tavis. Yes, yes, yes. We actually have a new song coming out this Friday, uh, all streaming pl- platforms everywhere, and on Bandcamp called BRB. Yes. Um, BRB drops this Friday. Uh, that's the 30th, I that's think. That's right. Yeah, yeah, the 30th. So BRB drops on Friday. That's the 30th. Um, Lifetime is the is the track we played earlier, for those who wanted to know what that was. Uh, again, the group is called Butterfly, Butterfly Black, and they will be here in Southern California again on August the 25th, circling on your calendar at the Hotel Cafe. Um, Jill Scott was just here, I guess a week or so ago. Uh, and, um, you and I've known each other for years now, but I remember the very first time I saw Jill when she came to LA, um, she was playing, uh, uh, here and a few of us went to see her and, uh, the way she took off after that is, is, is remarkable. And so I'm just as excited to see Ben and Cindy together for the first time. Uh, as Butterfly Black, and uh, just wait to see how this is going to take off as well for them. Uh, ben, good to have you on the program. Thanks for your time today, and all the all the best to you, my friend. All right, thank you. So, thanks for having us so much. My great honor. And Cindy Winters, uh, congrats to you on all that you have done and are doing and will do, and look forward to seeing you here in Southern California in, in August. Thank you, Tavis.
my great honor to have you both on. That's our show for today. Uh, three hours gone, just like that. Uh, back here tomorrow morning, Lord willing, to do it all over again, 9 a.m. to 12 noon uh, Pacific. Uh, time now, though, to make room for the KBLA Midday Money Chain. Up next, the Millionaire's Roundtable with Lynn Richardson to be followed by Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts. Old money, new money. Either way, we got you covered here on KBLA Talk 1580. Until tomorrow morning, Lord willing, thanks for tuning in. And as always, keep the faith.